Now that I'm watching these guys just do front flips, I'm disappointed that's not how the reindeer fly. The reindeer just flip? Yeah, a bunch of front flips. Oh my lord. Two bitches, yeah, two bitches, two bitches just watching TV. <laughs> Bitch. Hello everyone, Witsy here. So the thing about this time of year is everyone sets out for Christmas to be super magic, but then, you know, life happens. And that's kind of the story of today's episode. So Sly and myself had watched and recorded an episode on the Tim Allen classic, The Santa Claus. And somehow I seem to have completely lost all of my audio for the episode. So I have no episode for you today. Which is a shame because we had a really good time discussing this movie and Sly finally brought to my attention after, you know, me growing up watching this movie basically every year of my life that Scott basically kidnaps Charlie for an entire month. There was a huge mental breakdown in the recording because what the hell, a whole month? Everyone knows what this movie is about. Charlie spends Christmas Eve with his divorced father and they end up killing Santa Claus. They take off to the North Pole and Charlie's father, Scott, played by Tim Allen, becomes Santa. But you know, it's cute and fun until the whole kidnapping thing. So like I said, I've completely lost the episode, but that's not going to stop me from giving you something to listen to. So after this intro, you're going to hear Sly's retelling of her childhood Christmas traditions. And after that, I will come back in and give you a story of my childhood Christmas traditions. And then I'll just roll the highlight reel for you guys. So no ad break today because of the loss of the actual episode, but I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Sly with her Christmas traditions. So whenever I was a kid, my grandma would always do a lot of snacks and stuff for Christmas Eve, even though it was just me, my grandparents, and that's it. And she would always make snacks. We'd always watch Santa on the tracker thing. We'd normally either pop in a Christmas movie on VHS or watch whatever was on. And then I would always get to open one present. And then I would stay up pretty late. I'd stay up even longer than they knew because I would army crawl down the freaking hallway to try to get a look at what was going on in the in the living room um and one really sweet thing this isn't like a tradition but one really sweet thing i remember was when i was army crawling down the hallway to see if i could catch santa and like see what was under the tree it was really early early in the morning like maybe one or two and my grandparents were sitting together in their recliner like my grandma was sitting like in my grandpa's lap and they were watching um christmas movies together just snuggling drinking like tea like hot tea and it was just very very cute so because i would be up so late trying to catch what was going on i'd always normally sleep in and my grandpa would be too excited to wait for me to come see what was going on so he'd come wake me up especially as i got older christmas day wasn't too eventful it was just opening presents and then my great-grandparents would always come over and then my great-grandpa he would always play with like whatever i got my grandpa would too but he was normally helping my grandma like cook dinner and stuff and so my great-grandpa would always play like i don't know i had this stupid like cabela's hunt game i unbought i got one year because i was super into that as a kid and and he would sit there and be like, oh, get the coyote, get the wolf, the wolf's gonna get you, that kind of thing. So it was really cute. Hey guys, me again. So a childhood Christmas memory that I wanted to share is growing up, my father figure worked in the oil field and my cousin's father was in the army. So my cousin Jessica and I grew up with our moms being both the mom and the dad for extended periods of time, which 
becomes tricky at Christmas time when you as a child want to buy your mom a Christmas present because you don't take your mom shopping for her own present. So I think we only did this a few years. So something that sticks out to me from childhood is when my aunt Julie, Jessica, my mom and I would go to Walmart and we would quote swap. So my aunt Julie would take me to one side of Walmart and my mom would take Jessica to the other side and we got to spend one-on-one -on -one time with our aunts respectively and then we would shop for our moms for Christmas and then our aunts would wrap the presents and then we would be able to exchange on Christmas Day. The other story that I told Sly in the actual recording is actually about, is actually about my mom and my aunt as well. So Jessica and I, as I have said a hundred times on the show, are cousins. Our moms are sisters and we were probably, I'll say I was mid-teens and Jessica was maybe a teenager. The year that we figured out that both of our moms were guilty of what I will say the insert last name here cleaning method. Before we ever had people over our moms, instead of the, the internet stereotype of clean your room, we have company coming over. Both of our moms went into panic mode and would have us just shove as much stuff from the living room into each of our bedrooms respectively. And we thought, surely there's no way anybody else does this. Lo and behold, both of our mothers do this. And it would just, I know that doesn't sound very Christmassy, but it was very, it was familial bonding and uh, lots of good jokes have come out of it. And my Aunt Julie knows that I have told the story and was very upset with me for, <laughs> for repeating this on air. So very traditional, one present on Christmas Eve and then the rest of the presents on Christmas morning after my mom finally woke up. And then the afternoon we would go over to either my grandmother's or my Aunt Julie's house and we would do the extended family Christmas with lunch. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Like I said, I am so sorry I lost the episode. It's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy few weeks. But you know, Bitch Watch has been up and running since the beginning of this year. And considering this is the first time we've lost audio, I'm not too, too angry about it. But enjoy the highlight reel. Hey, Santa? Yes? Do you have those quips we discussed? Quips? Oh, jingle bells. I thought you said gifts. You know I am Santa. Gifts are my thing. Oh, so you don't have them? <laughs> I didn't say that. Ha! Found them. Thank you, Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Love how we're both stuffing our face while we're watching this. Let's go. We're gonna look like Santa Claus by the end of it. <laughs> This man is reading Neil for Phil. He's not having it. Damn. Damn. I want to know how this happens. How would you set the entire oven on fire? You know what? As a child, I always thought that Neil was the bad guy in this. But right now, we're standing Neil. We stand Neil. He's honest with his kid. He doesn't talk down to him. He's got great fashion sense. He listens to his kid. He's a great cook. Also, yes, I sought out a sweater because I was like, that looks like the sweater Neil wore in the, the Santa Claus. Do I look like a grandpa in it? Sure. Am I living my best life? Absolutely. That was the single dad. I know how you feel, bro. The clatter was uh, mama kissing Santa Claus, if you know what I'm saying. Tim Allen had nice legs. Tim the Tool Man Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Is this movie why I like puns? I love that Comet is just a farting machine. That's how they fly. <laughs> They're gas powered. Man, I'm so glad all these flat roofs exist. Could someone put a kayak under my tree? One that won't kill me, preferably. Bitch, I was about to say, I am never kayaking with your ass again. I still have nightmares about that. I like that they used kids as elves. Ah, oh, there's our boy. How old was he in this movie? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's 16 in this. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Yep. He's cute child Bernard. Cute child Bernard. Let's make that clear. But Santa Claus, too, he's 24. Fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs>
my god. What year did Freaks and Geeks come out? He was 21, baby. Hell yeah. Can you imagine he did the first Santa Claus, does Freaks and Geeks, and then does the second one and had a hundred, like, billion percent glow up? Yep. Plus, there's uh, 10 Things I Hate About You somewhere in there. Oh. 1999, the exact same year. He did Freaks and Geeks. Hold on. He did Freaks and Geeks and 10 Things I Hate About You in the same goddamn year? If my headphone cord were longer, I would need to lay on the floor right now. But not here. This is hot child Bernard. No. no. Cute no. child no. Bernard. I make you child. I make you child. Hot child. The only highlight <laughs> for this movie is going to just you be saying hot child Bernard. <laughs> Ten times oh at a hundred max volume. It's just going to be the Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Hot child Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Hot child. Ha ha. Hot child. I'm gonna make a remix that starts my rap career, my rap producer career. No, I don't want to be on a list. I don't want to be on the list. What in the hell kind of raggedy Ann hair did they put on this child? S.C. Scott Calvin, S.C. Santa Claus. Okay, but Neil's kind of cute. What the fuck? That's what I was just thinking. I was like, hold on. She upgraded. She was like, let me, let me upgrade you. Oh, oh. <gasps> that sweater. Oh, look at her outfit, too. Oh, my God. Okay, how do I get into a thruple situation with these two? Or I'd also wear Charlie's outfit, though, to be fair. <laughs> oh, my God, Neil. Uh, Caesar, no dressing. What's the point of a salad with no dressing? How did Bernard get his address? Bernard does all. And in f- four more years, Bernard can call me. <laughs> Show up at your door. Call me Comet because you could ride me to the North Pole. Neil's giving me big bisexual energy with that weenie whistle dog. <laughs> That's why he grew up to be a psychiatrist because that man was broke and needed to fix himself. <laughs> I can't respond to that with the first thing that came to mind because he's a child. Same. He is a child. Same. Hit me up his Santa Claus too, please, Bernard. Comet's a real bro, dude. Ride or die. Fly or die, man. Fly or die. Oh, it was solid. (laughs) Did you you say it was solid? Did you not watch the cup on the right? There is a big plop that comes first. Watch the right cup. (laughs) (laughs) Comet left a a present in that cocoa dispenser. It's not Judy's recipe anymore. Comet's like, which means I got this. (laughs) The ballroom. I just realized because it's full of balls. It's the ballroom. How many times have they had to break Santa out of jail? I would imagine a bunch since security systems became a thing. That's how I feel when I see him coming down the hallway too. In Santa Claus 2. <laughs> My whole body. In Santa Claus 2. Santa can't do this shit anymore. Gets him in trouble. The movie's so good. Yeah, it is. Really stands up, dude. Two bitches, yeah. Two bitches, two bitches, just watching TV. <laughs> Bitch.